Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Uh, I think I can. Okay. What's that, Chrissy? I thought you were talking to me. I was earlier. Now I'm not. Now, now I'm ignoring you. And I'm... And you're still t- talking. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work work here, and you're distracting me. Yeah, I I could sh- show you a finger or two myself. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre. Today, with a uh, a morning bickering between my spouse and I. No, we're messing around. Hello, everyone. I am Kyle Malone. I'm joined, as always, by Manny Gomez. What's up, bud? How you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Middle good of the here. week. Yes, indeed. Do you hate Wednesday, as you said you would yesterday? Um, no, not today. Actually, I got a I got a fun kind of date night tonight with my girlfriend. So that's that's Being exciting. Help you get get over the the uh, hump, if you if you will. It's the daily cup of genre. Everyone, we talk about everything in entertainment and and geek and fandoms, and uh, it it could, it could go anywhere, honestly. And that's that's what's so great about it. Uh, please, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much. Please hit follow or subscribe on whatever you're wa- watching or or listening to us on. And there's social in, so, social media information in the video and in the uh, description of the podcast and and uh, video down below. Like, share, subscribe, all that good good stuff. Yeah, dude. Um, we talked yeah yesterday a little bit about um, Blue Beetle casting. And right. uh, we we have to use the word in in talks when that's the official language being th- thrown around. However, something I've learned in this business over the last few few years is, by the time someone usually not not always because some things do do fall apart, but by the by the time in talks is in the the medium, mm-hmm. it's usually a usually a done deal and a and a done deal announcement is is relatively soon to follow but i didn't expect it to be same day <laughs> like la- later on that night um uh uh jolo 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 thank you i don't know why i keep trying to emphasize the z sound too too much but anyway it happens uh he went ahead and uh t- sent out an Instagram post uh, saying that he's super excited to uh, fill the shoes and, and uh, uh, super stoked to, to uh, display one of the, one of the first Latino superheroes on, on the big screen, joining uh, uh, other uh, uh, Latinos in uh, the, the flash, like Supergirl and, and Batgirl that have been announced. Um, pretty cool, man. It's a fit. It's well, it ne- his character won't necessarily start off on the big screen. That's an HBO right, Max series. Right, right. Uh, that's his word. I'm, I'm using. <laughs> hmm. He says it right here. See, big. Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Anyways, unless, unless there's something he's letting us know now that we don't know about, which would be kind of cool. Know. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe you know, Hollywood people and well, I mean, you have a big ass TV. 
It's like, yeah, that's technically yeah. a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, this is, this is re really cool. You were pr pretty stoked about it yesterday. Now you can be e extra stoked. Cause I mean, if he's, if he's saying official, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Super exciting, man. It's just, it's just great, man. Cause like you, you look at, you look at, superheroes sometimes and, and their backstories while while sometimes have very general themes they don't they don't have some of those specific themes that you, you mm -hmm. can relate to so it's it's nice to to see our our color and our our backgrounds represented in, in a variety of different ways uh tell us a little bit about his ver version of blue beetle because i'll be honest dude i i i know know nothing now you mentioned young justice and it looks like probably an image from young justice that he sh shared from the the hollywood reporter i'm i'm guessing but uh just tell, tell us about about his character man so so blue beetle jaime reyes is, is gonna is, is the i believe is the third um character to to take on the mantle of blue beetle and so what makes him differently oh excuse me uh obviously is is the fact that he's he's a lot he's a lot younger and also he's he's kind of he's kind of brought in as as for 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 a younger audience he was he was introduced what when was it like a 2006 and um it, instead of instead of it being like a, like a tech beetle that that kind of ted court had and and so did i think it was uh dan garrett it, mm -hmm. uh, this blue beetle was kind of um described as being in like a from an alien life or like a the scarab is 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 of alien origin not not of something that was created kind of like an iron man type thing right and so it so the suit in this case is an extraterrestrial type armor mm. and um he's so he actually he so i i didn't know this i had looked it up <clears throat> just to double check but uh B booster gold actually helped train jaime reyes and um then he was introduced to kind of the teen titans and and uh so it's <clears throat> it's cool if you really if you want to take a look at him he has a really he has a big story arc in, in young justice invasion mm -hmm. i think it is whatever that season is with um where they're trying to sell drinks to everybody to to mind wipe them or i can't remember exactly what how it went but blue beetle has a big big role in it and then he's also featured in in one of the teen titan DC animated films. I think it's um, Teen Titans, Judas Revelation, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. and it's, so the, it's it's the, the one Judas Judas contract contract. There yeah, it there it is. Thank you. Um, so yeah, he's, he's just a just a really cool down to earth character, and um, looking forward to to see what. I mean, Jolo seems like he fits. He like that is like he is the character. So yeah, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool. Um, now we we know that uh, be between uh labor laws, acting, all all and and everything that we've we've seen in Cobra in Cobra Kai that he doesn't do all of all of every fight, but the dude has obviously uh been training and, and things like that. Does uh, will any of that translate over to to the fighting style of that character, or is it just more traditional superhero fight style brawl with a, a touch of MMA? Well, the thing is with with Jaime Reyes, I'm not sure how much how much is actually right him. Um, no, no, not just that. And I'm talking about the, the mm -hmm. character itself. 
because of the fact that he has this um, this alien this alien tech that protects him, a lot of times the suit really takes over and and uses weapons and and mm-hmm. and sort of beams and things like that. So I don't necessarily depending on where we find him as far as as a character, just like an origin, or are we going to see him have to go through all that? I don't necessarily see him being the greatest fighter, especially right. in the beginning, or or maybe overall just be, just because of the fact that he 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 doesn't have to necessarily react the same way other characters do because the suit reacts for him right it's kind of like kind of like and i know you you said it kind of he he's different this time around in that the suit is is alien not just earth tech but it's similar to to, to tony where yeah he he can train and and learn some some basic fighting fighting skills but it's the suit that enhances uh, and go goes a, a, above and beyond so uh that's cool at least we we know he can uh definitely ha- handle the f- physicality because like like i said he's definitely done training and done f- fights and stunts in in other wor- other works and uh so yeah man man I, i'm wondering uh you know you know it's always an an, an interesting th- thing looking at the the mcu and comic heroes and identities and, and masks and how little mask time uh, we, we actually get, how few characters actually wear wear masks and like the, the whole Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Iron Man thing, you know, they, they created the, the whole heads up to display uh, look for, for the film for, for uh, to, to be able to show his face and not always have it in, in a, in a shell. Uh, I see in the image on, on Instagram, like I said, I think it's from the cartoon that it looks like the Blue Beetle's face. It almost looks like a, a mask-ish. Uh, it's got a mouth and like it looks like regular eyes. I'm not sure if that's just a, an aspect of the armor. Uh, what do you think? Will they work away for him to be un, un, unmasked like they, they have other heroes? Or I, not I, as masked as much? Oh, just I want to correct myself real quick. So the first sure. uh, Blue Beetle, Dan Garrett, actually got his powers from an, ingesting a specific type of vitamin. Ooh. The second one got it from an ancient Egyptian scarab. That that's where that's where he got his power. Oh, okay. Ed Cord was actually the only one who did not have um, superpowers per se. So just wanted to correct myself real quick. But as to as to your question, um, I, I think it, it just depends on how much of the fighting they want to do. Uh, because it's it's easier to put a stunt guy in a in a mask <laughs> rather than to have solo. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, a lot of times when um, when he is just talking and, and hanging out, he doesn't have a he. He'll take that. He'll take the 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 headpiece off. Well, the suit will, and and so I, I can I can see that happening quite a bit. But it just depends on what direction they want to take it. Yeah. I I I just, hope it turns out great. Yeah, it it'll just make it more personal. I think if you're if he's interacting with characters and he, he can he's allowed to to express himself facially and things like that rather than just be behind a mask. Nice. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be uh uh re- really really fun to to see where where it goes. You know, look, Marvel's had a lot of a lot of uh uh t- time to shine. It looks like. Uh, DC might get their their legs underneath them with with a lot of different projects, but people felt really optimistic after Wonder Woman as as well, and 
you know things didn't turn turn out great for for everything com- coming after after that either well you know 84 was you know hit or miss everyone knows what theatrical justice league was like and how d- divisive uh uh snyder's was for the industry not necessarily fans but the industry in in general uh both on the uh uh reporting side and on the uh 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 creative side but they they're definitely not trying to co- copy marvel anymore i mean they they throw out the um they throw out the uh uh peace peacemaker uh series fa- fairly quickly and and just start you know hey we're in, we do this this suicide squad hard r type type deal and uh g- good for them man you know uh it'd be great if both co- companies can continue on and and do do amazing things for for both fandoms but uh whatever whatever happens as long as we're entertained right are, are you not entertained I don't know, well man. well i mean some just like in, stuff sucks <laughs> just like in well some marvel stuff sucks oh, too yeah. So. oh yeah um just like in comics uh the industry does better when both companies are thriving mm-hmm. and and i think that while Marvel may have the a lot more of the cookie cutter stuff, I felt like DC has experimented a little bit more and tried to think outside the box, which hasn't necessarily worked out very well at some points, um, very clearly. But then you have then you have some winners like having something aimed almost exclusively at kids like Shazam, but with also with some adult content, which allowed, yeah. which which made for a really good movie. I think that movie might be a little bit underrated. Should be a little bit so. higher in a lot of people's. As far as like ranking DC films, yeah, uh, villain su- sucks overall, but so do most Marvel films. So, <laughs> yeah, but well, but like with that one, I almost felt like it needed because you're really trying to connect with kids and things exactly, like that. You need exactly. to be a little cheesier, yeah. Um, and then just keep in mind that a lot of a lot of the what they were trying to do with with the they hesitated on the Black Widow movie, and it's not until what they did with Wonder Woman that they they finally realized how cool a, a female superhero could be so there's that and and then just going just going full on in on a rated r suicide squad which i guarantee most people will, will be one of their top super um comic book properties um going forward just because of of, of how how well gun handles that cast and and just an interesting fun story i mean just kind of it's not it's not only like it's done very well, but it's super entertaining and it just has a little bit of everything. And like you said, yeah, Peacemaker's coming up. They they have they have content coming left and right, and they're not afraid to to really think outside the box, which which has been to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Because like I don't get me wrong, I love the Marvel properties. Loki was amazing and things, but sometimes they're very by the book. Mm-hmm. And there, and it's the same thing. It just insert character A here and insert character B here, and, and so with DC trying out different things, it, it it just makes it more exciting and different. And yeah, you risk more, but the reward is sometimes higher. Hence, a movie like Joker. You know 55, what? It could, uh, so sorry. Go ahead. You were saying fifty-five. What? Fifty-five million dollar budget, one point seven billion dollar yeah. growth. Oh on yeah. The, yeah, without china yeah without without china um i was gonna say it's kind of like uh when you when you look at it and maybe from like a gaming 
perspective uh marvel's kind of like um playing a oh, final maybe. fantasy game <laughs> no 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 they're like playing a final fan fantasy game right you've got a, a linear story you you know the the general beats there's still going to be some surprises it's a lot of fun in the end you went to be entertained not right. necessarily uh not necessarily go to to uh uh I know I'm making a game metaphor, but you didn't go to play around. You went to be told a story and and participate in a in a li limited sense. While DC's current approach is more like an MMO, which is like there's this story you you can do that, but you can also just go go over here and run around in, in circles and chase your tail for an hour if you, if you want. And they're letting letting people do that and get to play around in the universe as as creators and and as as fans get to not not necessarily be bogged down to a a large in infinity saga type narrative and be like i don't give two two fucks about aquaman but i like shazam so i'm gonna watch everything shazam related and you're you're not really gonna miss out by not watching aquaman so hey go go for it you know that's something i've been saying dc should should do for a while it's like guys just say every 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 little everything's a multiverse <laughs> and uh you just need a flash every now and then when you want to do a ju justice league movie to go grab whichever characters and actors agree to uh -huh. be in that justice league movie assemble a league and ta-da ta-da ca carry on right and at the end of the movie they all go back to their own universes like you don't have to have the the same bat batman through everything you know don't try to copy marvel and it, well, well, you see now that they have they have three Batman. They're gonna have three Batman in all, in one all around. Fucking movie. Yeah. So, well, well, two Batman in one movie, and then a third one in a in a yeah, separate just the two. One. Sorry, and yep, you're you're right. So yeah, you got you got three Batman in in one year, right? Flash and the Batman are 2022. No, Flash is 23, I, I believe. Um, let me look. Look the Flash release date i think it's 23 uh no not not 2020 not tw not the t tv show the flash movie league ladies and gentlemen 22 no november 2022 so yeah dude you get three bat batman bats bats men bats man I, I don't know uh three batmans <laughs> in in 2022 um and and isn't there some uh some TV stuff also go going on. I know there's like a Gotham PD that's a, uh, connected to um, to to something. I don't know if it's it's uh, the the Batman or the the mainline DCEU, but yeah, that's 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 crazy. So, yeah, so like right now, it's like so. What's happening with Batman? It's like I don't know, but all I know is that Ben Affleck is going to be cool. It's going to be really awesome to see Michael Keaton, and I can't wait to see what kind of crazy thing uh, the director for the batman my uh, uh matt reeves does mm -hmm. for the batman so whatever give it give me all three <laughs> Dude, what what did you think just just on on reeves because i don't get to to bring bring this up much but what did you think of his planet of the eight apes 
movies, man. And like, Planet of the Apes were cool. They were they were intense. Is it they not were so underrated? Like yeah. it's it's just oh my god, people tr- trust me. I I get it. Uh, I don't hate Mark Wahlberg or or any anything like that. But his his movie, I didn't didn't care care for at all. And the the Heston film is good for for what it is, but it's it was cheesy oh, when I when I saw it, yeah. and and so I I'm not like super beholden to it i i fully appreciate it though but the 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 dawn rise and 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 war films are just phenomenal so yeah the what we gotta remember is that the original planet of the apes was made in 1968 yes absolutely for for its time it it definitely did did the job and what a shock ending yeah something would have never thought of in a million years you know time travel like and then you get things like contact borrowing that 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 same uh idea twisting it a a bit where she's only gone for a, a moment but records all that time ecstatic and uh yeah man it's it's great for what it is but anyways reeves reeves films and and in that series what'd you think you said you liked them oh yeah yeah the only thing the only thing i had a problem with is i'm from the bay area there are not that many apes <laughs> in the bay area no <laughs> I just, i'm like i'm like where the hell did they get all those down i was like if you put oakland zoo together and <laughs> You put. I was like, I don't care how what research center it is. They 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 do not yeah. have the budget for that many chimps or, or apes or whatever you want to call them. Monkeys. Don't call them monkeys. They get mad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that was my only issue. But whatever. It's a movie. It's supposed to be entertaining it, because it doesn't work if there's only sixteen chimps. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's why they had that that scene at the end of the fir- first <clears throat> one with the humans spreading the virus that can make the the monkeys themselves smarter. When that like in the uh during or after credits maybe maybe i'm remembering something else if i if i've lost my mind please please at me at, at that on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> but yeah i i like him i i thought when he was announced to do the to do the movie i was like that could be re- really really interesting just just from a a cinematic uh aspect given his his ability to to not just focus in on really good good tight scenes uh but he's got a good eye for how action should play out without it being too michael bayish you know what i'm saying yeah also just just a noir feel that you get from just the trailer and and then just what he wants to do with it and what uh, and i think what really excites me about not only reeves's films but now like suicide squad and maybe things going forward is i like the idea of Here's the movie, but we have a series that is going to also be complimentary to it on HBO Max because it just gives you a little bit of, you know, almost like a like bonus feature or like just a, you know, dessert. Like, like you're going to watch Suicide Squad and, and then you're going to be like, I can't wait to see that Peacemaker series. Yeah. So and so and I feel like the same way it's things going to happen with the Batman with with like, oh, I really want to see where, where they go with, you know, Montoya and them and. and in that in the show with with the Gotham PD, so I, I mean, just it, it's a. I, I feel like regardless, it, it's just probably the best time right now. We've had we we've been spoiled the last few years with with comic book movies, mm-hmm. and everyone keeps calling, keeps saying that we're gonna get that fatigue, we're gonna that it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and it has not happened. Well, <laughs> it it hasn't it hasn't yet, but I. 
I looked at at things. You know, there, there's been some rumors about uh, uh, Ironheart's Riri Re, 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 Williams and in, in the MCU making an, an appearance in a film. Uh, we we know that her her character's coming. You've got uh, uh, Hawkeye, M- Moon Knight. There's there's a lot of Marvel products coming up. Like like you said, people are always talking about fatigue. I don't know if it's necessarily fatigue, but uh, Brian and I were talking and about Marvel specifically, and we were like, they're kind of running out of the the stories that we've been looking forward to. You know, I still. Of course, there's Secret Wars, Ma- Messiah Complex from from the uh, X X Men series, uh, s- several other uh, things that we we can t- talk about with Fantastic Four and X Men, uh, especially. But as far as like b- broader, you know, M- Marvel universe, it's like Secret Wars, and and it's like, well, what what are you go- going to? Because let's face it, it's going to come. I, I I'm almost willing to put put a my 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 di- disability check on it, almost. But uh, <laughs> um. After that, it's like what what other stories could you could you tell? Civil War two, don't care. Secret Invasion, I really couldn't stand it. Planet Hulk, no. Or our uh, World War Hulk, no. You know, like what? what oh, Sonic comics are porn again, huh? <laughs> what what else? Can, well, I mean, and it's kind of great to talk about this on on Comic Book Day. But what I what I looked at was the amount of new new characters that have been uh created in the last 15 20 years uh being brought in and i i thought to myself i didn't get into the those characters i didn't get in into the those books and i don't know if i really want to watch watch them like you're gonna have to try really really hard to or not try really, but you're gonna have to knock it out of the park for me to care about uh, Miss Miss Marvel. I just I've never not in any Avengers books, not in the Lego Marvel game, not in the the Marvel Avengers game. Like I haven't, and it's not for me. I got that. I'm not angry about it at, at all. So so no 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 one take it like that. Well, what I'm tra- trying to get at in the, in the long long run is I had you know 12 years with the with the MCU. Uh, from from the age of 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 twenty three to twenty five, somewhere in there, it it started to to where I am now, and uh, now you you you've got people that did read those those heroes like like uh 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 the the newer Blue Beetle, the younger one, one from Young Justice, or or uh like I just mentioned, Riri Williams is Ironheart. And it's it's interesting to to see how it almost feels like the Disney Plus side of things um, is is that that mixing bowl for the 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 older and and the newer. And I almost can see a, a way where I might not watch every everything in Marvel going forward if there's two two or three projects that i can't connect to because it's those new newer characters and again not knocking it not saying that it can't can't be made because there's other other things that are de- down the road moon knight armor armor wars that feature characters that i that i do already uh connect with um be, being able to pick and choose on dc will be easier than, than marvel because they're still f- focused on the big bigger narrative it's kind of interesting to to think i might find myself watching more dc movies than than marvel ones simply because i don't have i don't have a uh a more of a blank slate for dc you know what i'm i'm saying other than 
Justice League uh, uh, characters, like big, big name ones, your lantern soups and, and whatnot. It's kind of weird to think about. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a blank slate for those characters, why wouldn't you be a blank slate for some of the new younger characters? Because I've already tried reading their books, play, oh, played okay. with them in, in game. Like I've been ex- exposed because I'm more of a Marvel reader. So that that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, uh, in no way am I against any of the the projects or or want them to to be hindered in any way. Just thro- throwing it out there that that bigger nar- narrative that I appreciated so much for Infinity Saga, when you start bringing in additional p- pieces that I might not. And and we haven't I haven't seen them in the in this format, so they might be able to to hit me, you know, and and that'll be be great. But if they they don't, I'm a little worried about th- that bigger narrative because now it's like ah, oh, but what if I don't like this this story, you know? Like there there might be important parts of it for other stories that I that I do like, but I, it's just kind of kind of interesting to to see DC t- doing something that I thought they they should do f- forever. And how that might actually draw me away from the the house Feige built, you know, <laughs> it's just weird. I like um, it. No, well, the thing with 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 me doing comic book reviews for so many years over at the Comic Source, uh, I've I've always been able to or learn to disassociate the character with the writer, mm-hmm. and sometimes even with the story. Uh, plain and simply, a character may not be for me. Uh, it, it's not it's not written in a voice that is intended to yeah. for me to to love and enjoy but i can i can appreciate the story oh absolutely i can appreciate the structure and everything um and even and even the character itself just even if i don't identify mm-hmm. it with it or necessarily have that much fun with it or then sometimes they just put uh they just put a bad they, not they just put a good writer on a story that does not match his style and a perfect example is when uh, DC tried to put one, one of my favorite uh, comic book uh, creators, uh, Colin Bunn. He does amazing uh, horror books, and um, and they put him on Aquaman. It was just weird. <laughs> uh, it, it just it just did not it just didn't just did not it did not go very well. It doesn't mean that Aquaman was bad, and it doesn't no. mean that Colin was Bunn. It was just a bad marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to now seeing some of those characters on screen and maybe some of those storylines or whatever, I actually am more excited just because I think I can get a different interpretation right. of it all. So um, it becomes a more of a let's wait and see let's, mm-hmm. and, and get hyped up. Like I like watching stuff like Masters of the Universe. Um, what was another one? Castlevania. That's another one. Yep. That's uh, things like so things like that where I'm not familiar with with mm-hmm. what it is exactly, but but it looks like with it, I'm now going to be introduced to it. I'm going to have fun with it and want to um, go and check out source material and and spinoffs and sequels and 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 all of that. Yeah, I I dig I dig it. Um, I I will be be there op- opening. Like I said, it'll, it'll take like two or three. It will take me having. Uh, uh, I don't want to say a preconceived notion because I I don't I don't have a notion of whether or not any particular Marvel product or project will be, be good or bad. But uh, having pr- previous exposure, previous by what whatever phrase my my brain can't think of the 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 better wording here. Uh, I don't I'm not 
uh, even with that, if if there's like two or three where I'm like, I didn't like their source material or, or other exp- experiences with it, and I didn't like what they they did with it in the MCU, then that's where I'll start being like, okay, for other characters that I also didn't care for for source material, it's like they're not translating well. I might not necessarily watch those when they first hit the theaters, or I might you know re- relax a little bit on on a Disney Plus show, but. Until they have misses, I'll be be there opening night or on on the couch, pop popcorn or diet Dr Pepper, whatever whatever the case, uh, uh, ready to watch. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm also really excited about this ad from our sponsors over at Grow Generation, which we are very very Grow Generation, for. where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation is your one stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies, product systems, and more. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Yeah, thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode. Please, guys, check out check out Grow Generation. Their their link is in the description below. It's all over our our uh, uh, homepage and the and the articles because hey, they're our sponsors and that that's what we do. Uh, it's where the pros go to grow. And and growing is is something that I will have some some photos of uh, uh, soon and in the coming months of my setup and and whatnot. I got my PVC frame, I got my 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 lights, and I got my my mylar. And yeah, I'm I'm excited. It'll be fun. Farmer John over here, trying to be med- medicine man. It's expensive. I've been watching you. Uh, I've been watching you um, wrap up in your sweater for the past thirty minutes, thinking of how old you look while you do that. Oh, because I keep <laughs> trying to yeah. do this thing. I, I I don't I don't know. I get to to this this day. Um, I get I get nervous, and I'm a, a n- nervous fidgeter. People no notice. I'm always t- touching my beard. I pr- I promise I'm not tweaking out or or anything like like that. I'm just a a f- fidgeter and. Yeah, you if can't, I've got you, something to mess with. I, I, I likely will, and I'd never have had the, the, this having been in the, mm-hmm. the army for for seventeen years. So. You, you can't see my twitch on camera, so it's fine. Oh, okay. You got like the, the leg shake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I get that one when, when the anxiety's through, through the roof. Yeah. So I, it, it's all, it's all good, man. Hey, so you know, uh, uh, Seth Rogen. And his uh, CGI T- TMNT movie, yeah, yeah. There, there's another one be, being worked on. Uh, no, no joke. Um, the uh, or not the Hollywood Reporter for Variety. Sorry, um, is t- talking about uh, K- Casey and Colin Jost. I know this guy Casey from the pra- Practical Jokers. He's one of the producers. Usually does like behind the scenes stuff and talks with uh, Joey Fatone of, of NSYNC who's friends with all of them, but like he knew one of them like extra well or something like that. Um, anyways, they're, they're going to be doing a, a live action turtles movie for Paramount. Like I said, separate from the CGI one Rogan's doing, I, I, you know, I have nothing negative to say because there's, there's absolutely no, no details other than who's, who's, uh, writing it. These, these two are co-writing and then some producers, including my Michael Bay. Um, you know, I can, all day... Colin Jostens? what's that? 
You don't know who Colin Just is? I didn't recognize the name he's at from, first. Uh, he's from Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, that's I, I remember does, reading it in the article, but no, I I don't. He does the uh, he does the um the segment. The, I love their segment with Michael uh, Chase uh, with Michael Che where they where they swap insensitive jokes about each other and then they have oh, to read them. Okay, you ever seen those segments? Well, like, like yeah, he'll like I don't well I don't know if it's the writers who do it or whatever, but he'll he'll um supposedly or maybe for reals i'm not sure you can you can the comment you can tell me if you know if it's real or not they they swap jokes uh, or news stories but the they have punchlines that are very insensitive and it's hard for them to read on on air and that's the point mm. and it makes it it makes it super funny you gotta you gotta check some of those out yeah i that sounds, sounds like a funny bit i just haven't watched um i haven't watched uh they were, also on, Night Live also at, uh, they were also at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. They were the hosts. Really? Yep. Very, very interesting, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, I, like I said, the, the only re- reason I bring it up, uh, I, I brought up uh, Michael Bay is a producer on it. Not that surprising. Uh, oftentimes, you'll see a lot of names with producer or executive producer written on on the movie and in the credits but not everyone is actually necessarily doing the producer jobs oftentimes there's credits attached to pr- productions studios uh credits attached to to contracts for for you know certain franchises where it's like hey we brought you into uh write and direct one but you're going to pr- produce t- two additional and 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 all all sorts of things like that so even i who who hated the the first my, Michael Bay film and I've yet to see the second one still because of how much I hated that first one I I couldn't even w- watch all of it ended up skipping through after the first like thir- thirty minutes I ended up skipping through to the last f- fight and I was just, oh god uh but it doesn't bug me that he's still a producer uh because also Bay did some really good sh- shit the Rock any anyone. You know, c- come on now. Uh, and Transformers one was good, good, but um, yeah, uh, it's interesting though. Though Christine is is writing on it today at lrmonline.com. Do you really care or need it though? Because not not that I'm necessarily interested in Rogan's take, but I've wanted another animated film for for a while because we've only got one animated film. You know, the two, 2007 CGI, I, which was great. I don't know if I could get excited about a lot live action one, at least, at least not right now. What do you think? And should it be aimed at general audiences or, or kids or, or adults for the live action one? It should be, it should be, uh, targeted. It should target everyone. I think there's no, there's no reason why it should, it should, it should be promoted for one or the other because you have TMNT fans from both sides. There, there's no reason why you can't make a, a film for everyone. I mean, Marvel and DC do it all the time, yeah. and you should, and this should be a turtles for everyone, especially if you're, if you're trying to kind of one up and make, make a better film than you did last time, which shouldn't be that hard to do. <laughs> no. So yeah, I mean, I you need a, you need to start. You need to stop being a grouch about it and just enjoy the fact that you're getting more TMNT. You know, yeah. I mean, like like I said, I'm not being a. <laughs> I don't know if you're saying I I'm the grouch. Like I said, I you're don't always a grouch. I I am, but here I'm I'm just saying 
like I'm more excited. Like it used to be. Right, you want, you want more of an animated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so again, I can't make any any judgment here because the only thing we know is who's writing it. Two people involved in comedy. What what are the turtles no, known for? Comedy and uh, even even yeah, these are the two right being guys aimed at at adults you know and yeah uh, a guy that works on impractical jokers works in new york with new new yorkers and new mm-hmm. jersey but you know uh i'm i'm not and then of course that saturday night these these two are are steeped deep in into that new yorker thing so like i said that's all i've got to go off of i i i am happy for for more turtles content so long as it doesn't look like rise I know a lot of people love Rise for the aesthetics, and I know a lot, a lot of people that didn't like the aesthetics but like the story. Uh, I, I just don't want to see it again. The story could be great; it just looked look terrible. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm down with the a- animated thing. The only re- reason I brought up who, who it could be a- aimed at, I, I start getting concerned now, and this is a different studio, but. Uh, I I looked at Go- Ghostbusters trailer again, and I'm just like, man, what if what if they did this same with Go Go or uh, with with the turtles? Like, uh just co- completely get it get it r- wrong. Like, I I don't know. Like, have o- <laughs> old older grumpier t- turtles and new new mutants or or so, like I my mind just started going to, to all these horrible horrible places. <laughs> well, that's a really that's a really weird thought to have. It's it always just going to be the turtles, man. I don't. I I, don't, I, I hope I hope so. I also is, always thought Leo. When whenever you're starting out with the turtles and they're they're still young, I always thought Leo would be the leader. But they they shook all that up in in Rise. And like I like I I said, I know people like it. I can't judge it. I did not get get into it. That doesn't mean it's bad. That means I didn't didn't get in into it. Um. And Those it, turtles it's not were meant, meant for me, Ex- exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, like I said, my my mind went to this this horribly dark dark place because Go- Ghostbusters and Sony has fucking scarred me, dude. Like that's how bad it's like. Anytime something something from uh uh something from my body, I'm not gonna show off all my tat- tattoos again, but gets gets like smacked around by a studio, it, it like causes freaking trauma <laughs> man i don't know what to tell you man turtles are gonna be fine um and i honestly i've, I've watched the trailer a few times for ghostbusters and and i was like you know what i'm gonna have a great time with my daughter at this film and and i think that that's gonna that's gonna be the case and i've accepted it and so. i'm gonna and i'm gonna enjoy it regardless so um so. since we're talking about paramount let's talk about the work that Paramount is also doing with another franchise, and that is Star Trek. Okay, let's talk about Star Trek. What are we talking so Star about? Trek, with Star Trek. Uh, the New York Times uh, confirmed uh, that they're they're working on another uh, uh, series, and this one is going to be aimed at young. It had been rumored before, but I, I guess now New York, the New York Times has kind of confirmed that that's what they're doing. Um, it, it's it's aimed at a younger audience. Uh, and it's going to be centered around Starfleet Academy. So, and then uh, they're along with that. They're also um, doing another series around Section Thirty One, and 
when in this end which we'll see uh, star trek discovery alumni michelle um yeah she's going to be reprising her role as captain philippa georgiou so that's going to be that's going to be fun and this is also already with with the fact that they're they're doing the prodigy series lower decks is going to be starting its second mm -hmm. season then they're doing the live action stuff with obviously continuing with discovery they're doing short treks picard and then the one I am looking forward to the most, Strange New World. So um, if you're a Star Trek fan who's been really waiting for a lot of new content, here you go. I think the last few years they've done they've done a similarly good job at uh, giving us new, new uh, content to enjoy. But I will say that uh, Picard needed to be one season long and one season long only. And uh, I'm very uh, concerned about why that needs to be longer, especially with how how um, bland the first season was. It was like, I don't, I don't know if you watched Star Trek Picard, but it was just like a trip down memory lane. Yeah, that's, that's and, what I heard. And there was just one episode, like the full episode is literally them having a barbecue. Jeez. <laughs> so, and then... Uh, and then when they could have, and then, yeah, when they had the opportunity to do this gigantic, awesome, you know, space uh, fleet, uh, like fight scene, uh, mm -hmm. battle, whatever you want to call it, they skipped all over it. Skipped over it all over. So, yeah. Um, but, man, more Star Trek means uh, me happy, so. You know, uh, I liked uh, Abrams um, movies, like the, the I do. Uh, I do Kelvin timeline. I don't like... Uh, Kirk, like uh, Shatner Kirk, at all. I don't like uh, the the original series, and I don't don't care for the 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 original movies. I like a lot of uh, Next gener Generation episodes, some Deep Space Nine episodes. Didn't care too much for Voyager uh, movies outside of Kelvin and and the the Shatner First Contact. Of course, everyone likes that. It's it's decent. Nemesis. Eh. And what, oh, was, okay. what was the uh the one with Sh generations? Oh god, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Well, the, the like thing is, one. um, while I do love Abrams, I do really like Abrams films. Star Trek is meant to be a TV show, man. It, yeah. it's, it's not Star Wars. It's not. It's it's not a franchise that really necessarily should. I I think what makes Star Trek great is their character development. Mm -hmm. and that's and that's why you have that that's why that's what gets me i guess um i i grew up with when i was younger with my dad watching next generation right and then on my own what that led me is i really enjoyed um voyager voyager is my my favorite one that, that I, I grew just up shat with. all i didn't shit all i just said i didn't get it anyways okay no but i mean that's that's the one that was on tv when mm -hmm. when i was yeah. growing up so that's that was my captain that that was the story i fell out of it a little uh, quite a bit actually a deep space nine i did not connect deep space nice and, and there's a lot of people who did i was oh yeah i know a lot of that's their star that that's right. why they got into star trek was deep deep space nine so yeah and but you know as a star trek fan it's always it's always cool to see how where where everybody comes from sometimes it's it's an appreciation for the original mm -hmm. others it's like me with the voyager others it's uh in in whatever it was next generation and things like that so that, that one weirdo that liked the car cartoon <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, 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 Joe. Sorry, okay. <laughs> that one guy. That one, but, uh, that one guy. No. But yeah, just um overall, uh, just a, just a good amount of content, and and I, I can I can appreciate that. And Star Trek Discovery is a little, a little bit wonky because of the fact that they've made it so like single story oriented but but you know that's where uh that's where the new series is going to pick up strange new worlds it's going to be a little bit more episodic and more of a classic feel so you'll get a little bit of both yeah um i mean i i do i do often wonder about that in in the modern age it almost seems like all of our all of the big franchises that that came from episodic uh storytelling now really folk folk focus on the big story arc for for a season or or even a, a series go going across you know multiple multiple seasons or even multiple series over multiple seasons um that whole world world building aspect and i, I was gonna ask man do you kind of miss episodic drama episodic just you know action entertainment like like you you used to get with a next generation or a or an original series yes i know that that there are some elements that carried through multiple episodes and and longer arcs but in general it's very episodic and we don't get that as as much today well what do you think man yeah we really don't uh i think the last series that i felt that really did that was like criminal minds uh, you, yeah, you get, the uh, crime C- shows do it. The yeah. CSI ones do it. Um, uh, I I don't know if they're still around or not. Yeah, but, but even um, they try to weave in some bigger threads more often through a season than than before with like a a, a bad guy that's an arch nemesis of whoever's in in charge of that law law enforcement agency and right. fucks with them for two or three seasons and yeah, but. This is true. Yeah, they're very episodic still today. Yeah, and 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 I and I uh, and and people complain about this so hard, but it's just I I roll my eyes. the The week to week episode is is such a good format because it allows you to really enjoy enjoy the content so much more. Uh, We've we've experienced it ourselves with like the Mandalorian, with Loki and things like that, where we can we can watch the episode and react to it and talk about it for a hell a week, preview the next one and, and on to the next one. Whereas if we got the whole thing in one sitting, it, it just kind of we can talk about it for like a week and then we move on. Instead, we're we're talking about it for a month, for two months, depending on how long, how long the series is, which is why I appreciate it that some some of the stream, streamers, Disney Plus does it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've always done it. Never mind. They don't. They don't release whole whole um. Series. I know. I know what you meant. Um, Prime, Prime went back to it, and and there was a backlash when when they did it with the boys, boys where people yeah. start. Yeah, that was stupid. Um. Oh, Mark, Mark, Mark. Well, I I say, say my, I honestly, full heartedly believe, and we're supposed to le- learn the release date for it in the next nine days. Now it was uh published in a Twitter. So social media posts, Stranger Things. I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. where Netflix will start. Uh, uh, not just this split season thing they do with with so many shows where you know part one, part two, right. but we're gonna see a legit uh weekly release for a part one, <laughs> and then a weekly release six months la- later for part two. Um, th- that that part, yeah, man, I, you're you're right. It's great for us 
in in this business of of reporting and and even doing you know podcasts and and shows reviews re reactions and whatnot but yeah it's it, it breaks it up a bit, allows us to consume mm -hmm. more. Um, but when, you, like I said, when you're trying to follow a big over overarching story, it, it starts way weighing on you. Marvel kind of has it good with that. The, the, the episode length for their, their shows so far that six to eight, six to nine episode count. Depending, on, I know they've had some some editing issues as far as pacing and some, some filler episodes and, and stuff. But overall, I I think that is a a sweet spot for a lot of live action series. Um, that you're trying to do something with a big story arc. Uh, I think some of the ones that push it to to, to that twelve episode mark, like the Netflix shows, that's yeah. that's where you can see. <clears throat> Guys, you you need some monsters of the week. You you don't need one story across twelve hours. You yeah. need you need six hours of story, some fucking monsters of the week, and and, and put that shit out every uh, every week. And and li like Buffy, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, tighten up that that shot group. So sorry for for the, the military slaying but um uh you know bring in the the narr the the episodes scope from 20 plus episodes down to you know uh uh 12 make it a monster of the week type show bad guy of the week bad person what whatever fucking terminology you want to use mm. you, you still get that mat mature 21st century uh, overarching store story that we love so much, but you go back to some of that, you know, classic primetime TV, you know, story of the week, moral of the week, the bad guy of the week type storytelling. I, yeah. I don't know. That could be kind of exciting. It could be. I think so. And uh, that's a, it's a weed property. So I don't, you know, it brings in a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, opportunities for for writers and characters to be introduced. That that as long as you don't kill them off, can can be brought back later and in in different different ways. Especially when you're looking at the the budgets and the the talent that they they put on things like Peacemaker and and Loki and 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I, I, maybe we should should make a a bit of a, a memory lane trip to to old episodic TV. Although yeah, I will, go ahead, that's the it's the best, man. Like it was the best, at least. I I just the we had to be very patient growing up. You know, we would wait on we would wait on Fridays for for movies at the, and here I go being old. Um, going to the rental store and if they had it you had you, le you learn how to pick another movie and then and and i think the biggest thing is if you wanted to watch a show you damn well better be sitting down when that starts mm -hmm. because ain't no there ain't no pause button there's no, record no pause. button. this is before tivo obviously that, that was the first Unless one Unless you had a, a, v a vcr with and, yeah and oh yeah uh -huh. someone that knew how to hook it up to, right. to record because <laughs> grandma and grandpa sure as hell didn't know how to hook it up to to record right <laughs> no you're absolutely right yeah so just uh there there's just so much about it that 
the the instant gratification of, that we have now is is I think has been a detriment to society. <laughs> you know, I'll say the the wor- worst part about it isn't ne- necessarily just the fact that that we can get what we what we want immediately immediately on on so many levels. It's that it that we no longer are forced to tr- try something else. Like you, you said, you yeah. go to the, the to the to the rental place, and you're like, ah, I'm gonna get a Super Super Mario Brother Brothers the movie, right? Because you're you're eight year, years old and six years old and don't don't know any better. And I was trying to think, yeah, of when, that was when me. It came out, I was like, I was somewhere in elementary school, six to eight, somewhere in there. Uh, but yeah, you, you don't you don't know any better, right? So so you go there, and they're bit. like, bam, we 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 don't have Super Mario Brothers, and you're like, well, son of a fucking bitch and you get smacked by your mom because you just said son of a fucking bitch it's just um and you have to pick something something else right because you're not going to leave there with without a film and you'll be damned if your sister's going to pick it so you you find something else and Mm -hmm. it introduces you to something called robo robotech and and the macross saga now now you're a fucking weeb you know it's that's the the thing that I think sucks most about in, instant gratification is is we have to we have to really work hard to to go out of our comfort zone and expose ourselves to something new because if you if you don't actually put in effort the internet's just going to continue to feed you the stuff that it knows you already like oh, and yeah. and you're you're not like t- to this day I've noticed that my a lot of bands I discovered. Uh, via you know the the re- recommendations from YouTube and Amazon or or whatever, but but now the recommendations are a lot more ne- narrow, like a lot more narrow than it was even two two years ago, three three years ago, let, let alone when I first started you know getting in into streaming music. Mm-hmm. T- t- take that same logic and apply it to to everything else you you do on the internet and guys. We're all living in fucking bubbles, so pop yeah, them algorithms. Yep, pop them. Get 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 out. Go, go see something new. New. Try something new. Do do something new. And one of the best ways to do that is at lrmonline.com. Uh, all all of your entertainment news, needs, opinions. They're they're all there. And guys, we, we do our damnedest to not be clickbaity, to not feed you guys lies, to to be up upfront about spoilers, and not put them in the the homepage image or in the fucking tweets shit yeah. mm-hmm. now, that doesn't mean that we're all always perfect some some people put in a, a tag and it gets put in as a hashtag on on twitter on accident and you know i i don't know if that has happened but yeah it could could be a mistake anyways um another great great place to find all all that that and uh celebrity interviews and and so so much more of course is our youtube channel which hopefully you're watching us on on here looking at our ugly ugly mugs it helps scare you to scare you to wake every 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 day and um yeah please please subscribe there uh we really 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 appreciate it help spread spread the word share us with some friends and family of course wherever you get podcasts from apple spotify google all that great stuff. SoundCloud, we are there. The the Genreverse Podcast Network brought to you by LRMonline.com uh, and 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 uh, sponsored by Grow Generation, which is awesome. And yeah, man, Manny, uh, what what's going on over on the the wonderful U- world of U- YouTube and and interviews? 
Wonderful the world of YouTube. YouTube has a has a variety of different good things going on. As as always, uh, we have um, I have interviews for a drama that came out on Friday called Lorelai, which is really fun. Uh, the actors and and the director were very great to talk about, talk with. It's actually a very good movie um, about second chances and and deleting the stigmatism of not being able to, to really move on with your dreams despite being thrown in jail or in, in our actress's case, having three kids from three different men and, and still trying to do something with her life. It's a, it's a very well done story. Amazing job by Sabrina Doyle in, in her directorial debut. Um, also, I'm gonna have some, um, some short, uh, some conversations with Disney animators uh, who got to make some some short films, and those are coming up a little bit later this week. Also, um, uh, um, well, Nancy has a few things with for uh, nine days, including Benedict Wong, which um, I'm telling you, man, she's 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 killing it with some of these names. Yes. Um, next week, uh, just to give you a little taste, I will have interviews from some of the cast from the new Paw Patrol movie, as well as uh, on the other side of the spectrum, uh, Jordan Peele's Candyman. So that's gonna be that's gonna be real fun. I'm 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 very excited. We are doing our Friday frights this week, guys. It's got gotta happen. We got shit to talk about. Anyways, carry on. Yeah. So uh, just a just a variety of things, man. As always, as I say every day, it, it's it's there's there's gonna be something for you, something for everyone. We have Marvel stuff. We have I mean, just just everything in 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 between. So, uh, yeah. Just make sure to just follow along, subscribe, and we we have that we have that screener that is still pinned to our Twitter. Uh, if you're in the Houston or Chicago area, I apologize if they have already sold out. That is not up to me. It's first come, mm-hmm. first serve. And uh, man, just if you keep supporting us, we'll keep throwing out, throwing out different things like this at you. There you go, guys. Go and uh, yeah. I guess that's going to wrap it up tomorrow. We'll be live right here on YouTube. So please do, do subscribe, join us uh, live in the conversations tomorrow in the comments section. And yeah, that's like nine thirty-five Eastern time until then. Make sure to wear pants or a kilt. Underwear optional in both, both. <laughs> <laughs>I'm not gonna lie i can't go commando dude i can't nah bro that's not it me so, it seems so so inappropriate so wrong <laughs> lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details